Hey, all you listeners out there, Brittany and Marie here with Four and Half. We are about to do another PM Show podcast interview with Marianne Hoffman and Andrew Dougal of Hoffman Realty and Property Management. They are a property management power couple that have been working together for years. They've had a great amount of success, so we wanted to talk to them about things that have contributed to their success in working together. So whether you work with your spouse, you're considering leaving your job and working with your property management partner, this podcast will be really helpful for you. Check it out soon. Just a quick um, background. So Marianne founded Hoffman Realty in 1998, right directly after graduating from the University of South Florida. So she had a swarm of investors, you know, wanting her to manage their properties. And later down the road, she met Andrew and got married. And, you know, now they actually work together. Um, so welcome to the show. Thank you so much for, you yeah. know, be joining us today. Um, and so to start things off, um, I kind of wanted our audience to um, hear a little more about, you know, when the two of you got married, um, what was the situation? Were you both working at Hoffman Realty? Um, did you bring in Andrew after the fact? Um, yeah, how did more. things get started, essentially? Okay. Well, I was already in real estate and Andrew worked for a big corporation he had a nice corner office overlooking the downtown. And I was very impressed because he had his own parking spot. Now, in oh. the downtown, when he functioned, we had our own parking spot. <laughs> yeah. And then Andrew got laid off, which was scary for me. I was thinking, oh my God, you know, now I'm going to have to support both of us. But I knew you're going to have to find your own parking spot. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, parking is horrible down there. I'm going to need a lot of quarters. So he got laid off and I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this very stressful time and create, create something good out of it. And I really needed a website and I needed technical support because I'm all about people and he is all technical. So I said, why don't you come work with me for a while? And you can develop my website, help me with top producer software. And uh, he agreed. I was very worried that he, you know, he gave up this corner office overlooking downtown to kind of look at the yard. Wasn't very exciting. But I did give him his own parking spot in the garage. (laughs) I got a corner office too. (laughs) So that's how it all started. He got laid off and he started working for me. Yeah, I was, I was an engineer in product design for 20 years. And when the dot-com bust happened in 2000, I, like many people in technology, was out of a job. So, so Marianne needed a CRM system. And these were the days before four and a half could set it up for you. So I set it up for her and I built her a website. So that's how it started. And it kind of went from there. Like we were having fun working together and we decided to take the plunge. And I stopped looking for another position in engineering. That's awesome. So what, at what point did you know that working together was going to work out? Cause you guys have been doing it for so long now. Were there any points where you weren't sure if it was the right decision? Um, I can answer that. 
what I was very worried because when he was in corporate, he was doing a lot of traveling. And when he's away for a week, when he comes back, there seems to be a lot of fighting going on. So um, when he's traveling a lot and comes back into town, then we argue. And what made me happy about him working with me is that we don't argue anymore. It's like we're on the same wave. You know, when you're separated, then you get out of sync. But when you're together, things are much smoother. Yeah, I think working together, you have, you know, you have closer intimacy, you get synced up and you get connected. And that makes us very happy to be together when we're in sync and connected. So, so that's a big benefit for us. Well, and if, you know, if I'm having a bad day and I'm short with him, and I'm like, <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> then, you know, now he gets it because he knows what I'm dealing with. So I think there's a, a lot more give and take when you know what each other is doing. And, you know, it, it's a very fast pace. There's a lot of moving parts and it, it just helps working together. And if I need help, he jumps in. I remember one of Marianne's concerns when we started working together was it was her company. I was coming in from corporate and I was a senior manager executive and she thought, he's going to come in and take over my business, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, just because you're a boss over there doesn't mean you're a boss here. <laughs> So it was very important to us to set boundaries uh, up front of you know, what, you know, what, what was going to be expected when we worked together. And so one of the things that we agreed was that all the routine decisions in the company, the day-to-day -day decisions Marianne would make, and all the really high-level, really important top-level decisions I would make, right? Uh, but in all of these years, we're still waiting for that really high-level decision to happen. <laughs> That's true. In 20 years, we haven't had any of those. <laughs> so could you give sort of more specific examples on how, like, what types of boundaries you set? So you mentioned something about, okay, these sets of decisions Marianne makes, these sets of these sets of decisions Andrew makes, but are there other kind of boundaries that you had to set outside of that in terms of, um, I don't know, um, with employees, with, for example, if you, if there's an important decision that needs collaboration, how do you break the tie, for example, if it's really easy because when it comes to decisions, um, hiring four and a half, website, any of those decisions, here's the man, because he is IT all the way. And I just sit back because I trust him, I admire him, and he does all of those decisions. If we have somebody, I know it's going to be hard to believe, but sometimes owners get mad and they yell. Those kind of, <laughs> those kind of phone oh, no, calls. There's no, no way. Are you sure? Yeah, sometimes there's a screaming person on the line. And he always gives those to me. <laughs> so it, it's really easy with us because our strengths are so much different than each other. I like people and I don't mind if they're yelling at me or saying thank you. I'm all about the people and I can handle whatever comes up. Where Andrew is sometimes speechless if somebody's yelling at him. 
So, you know, that, that's just me. And then when it comes to IT, if you ask me a website question, you'll see a blank look and my eyes get a little glazed because I don't know about IT. The only things I know is what I have to know and what he shows me. So it's very easy setting those boundaries because we have, you know, different things we're good at. Yeah, I, I would say that you definitely want a delineation of different, of, of what you're responsible for, so you don't get into conflict over them. So, you know, it's, it's very important, I think, to just put, a, put an org chart together, and even if there's just two people, you know, a husband and wife, put an org chart together, there need to be at least 10 boxes on that org chart, because there's all these different jobs in the company, and write your names in them, and make sure you're not on the same box because that can cause conflict. Yeah. I, it's really interesting. I love the idea of the organization chart. That's a really good piece of advice for people that are even just starting out. They're not working with, with their spouse. They might just be trying to hire somebody. It's interesting what you said, Marianne, about um, you and Andrew having different strengths just because we, we did a podcast recently with Melissa Prandy about building a good team. And one of the things that she said was making sure that the people you're hiring have different, different strengths. So it seems like you guys were able to not only do that with your team, but collab, like it's, it's just really what a rare, maybe not a rare circumstance, but what a value that you guys do have the different strengths and you mesh really well together. So I think that's something for people that do work with their, their partner to make sure that they identify what jobs they should be doing. But also if they both have the same strengths or the same weaknesses, that might be a red flag. Maybe you shouldn't be working together. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Or hire people that can fill in those blank spots. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cause you could always delegate. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what would you say to people who think that working together, you know, means we're going to be together 24 hours a day. Like, you know, you wake up, you go to work with your spouse and then you, you know, deal with unreasonable, you know, owner sometimes and then you're stressed and then you get home and then you see the same person. Are there any challenges that come out? from that crack open a bottle of wine it's okay <laughs> um when we were top producers we would um take listings sell homes before i mean we have always done uh management uh but it just made us closer i think it, it's more fun to be together and then we go home and we go oh can you believe that this happened and we laugh about it and, it's it's all good. Yeah. So are you ever going to get tired? Another thing that's very important is that Andrew loves sports. So he will go to every football game. If he's not watching or being at the game, he's watching ice hockey at home. And, you know, his every minute is filled with sports. I could care less. She'd rather have a root canal than watch sports. <laughs> I just think it takes way too much of my time to sit and watch football for hours. Anyways, so my point is you gotta have special interests outside of work in any kind of relationship. You can't be together all the time and not have outside friends. I go out with my girlfriends, I have a twins group I involved with. 
I love my kids. I, you know, do things with the kids while he's doing bookkeeping or thing. <laughs> so we have outside interests. So we're not together all the time. Yeah, I think it's important to have separate identities outside of work because you can, you can, there is a tendency to bring work home when you work together. And say so that's, that's, We've managed that. Usually, if it's stressful, we bring it home and, as Marianne said, grab a bottle of wine <laughs> and fix the world. So, uh, but yeah, it's so we do have we, call, we have respect for what we call each other's boxes, right? So we outside of work, and it's like I'm in my box. Okay, don't bring me that work problem right now. I'm watching the football game. Box. Yeah. So, but I don't think you get tired of each other as long as you have other interests. Yeah, I'm sure that can happen. I mean, it hasn't happened with us. I remember 20 years ago when I first joined Marianne, the top management company in Tampa was a husband and wife team. But then they got divorced and they each set up their own companies and started competing with each other. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it can happen, but you know. Yeah, I've actually seen that happen quite a few times in really? markets. Yeah. Wow. I, I would never want to do that to do real estate to do property management without Andrew I just would never yeah I think you know working together in our case makes us happy and that makes us you know it, it, it contributes to a good relationship in the workplace and romantically because we're happy together I liked what you said earlier too I don't know if you use this word specifically but you almost have more empathy for each other because you know what the other person is going through. Oh, Whereas if you are working separate jobs like you were before, it's easy to think, oh, they don't, they don't know how difficult my job is. They don't know what I'm going through. In this situation, you guys know exactly what the other person's going through. So it makes it easier to step into the other person's shoes. Absolutely. Can I add to that? Yeah. I remember when I was in real estate and he was an engineer and he'd want to do things every weekend and he wanted very clear delineation like this is not work time. I'm like, I'm selling a house. She's got questions. I got to answer the phone. And he, you know, he used to fight about it. And now that he knows what real estate is all about, that you can't just delineate and not pick up the phone, I, I think it's much easier for him to understand. Yeah. When we were separate in separate careers, we had no understanding of the work-life challenges that each of us had in our careers, but now we do, so there's a, a lot more empathy, yeah. And it works out good. Um, last week, we took four days off during the week, and we both had our own computers, so we got up at like six o'clock in the morning, answered emails, returned phone calls, and then by the time the kids were up, we could go ride bikes and go swimming, and you know, I don't think he would have the same, he wouldn't be on board with that if we didn't work together. But it works, at, it just works for us. Yeah. And so I'm curious, um, it, it really does sound wonderful the way you guys work together um, and how you figured out to play um, each other's strengths and complement each other. Was there a period of time where either one had to ma manage the other? Like when the company was smaller and you had to wear multiple hats, did that ever happen? Oh, of course. <laughs> yes, when, when we first started, I, I worked for Marianne because I was new in the business. I didn't know what I was doing. And so she was my boss. The, the key there was 
don't take that don't take that dynamic home. That that was the key to that being successful. Oh, I can think of a couple of stories. I don't okay, know if you go. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I can remember one morning I got a phone call and this guy said, "I want you to come over and list my house this morning." I'm oh. like, uh, "It's seven thirty. We could probably be there by nine. And he was like, "No, I want you coming over right now." And Andrew like kind of rolled over and went, "Ah, oh, just tell him tomorrow." Never, never. They say I'm ready to sign. You better be there right away. So you know, I had to educate him. We didn't get that far. <laughs> Corporate big company that you can put people off. It's like they are ready to sign. You go right now. Can yeah. you think of any others? Um, I'm sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you will. But <laughs> you know, women, you remember everybody. Um, other things, okay, when, if somebody's upset, a lot of times they just want to be heard. They just want you to listen to them. And Andrew wants to fix it like way too soon. First, you have to empathize, you have to listen, you have to learn what's, what's the real problem. They might say, oh, it's this, this, this. But if you dig a little deeper, it's really something else that's much easier to fix. So as far as like the people skills, I think I have to teach him, but on his behalf, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I go, my computer's down, this won't respond. He's like, oh, well you opened it three times. You know, like anybody <laughs> should know that, but I don't. <laughs> so I would not be able to function without him and I really appreciate him. Um, being my IT person, because I need one in a bad think, way. All right. <laughs> desktop support. Yes, desktop. So. Everybody needs one. Yeah. Yes. Marie's my desktop support. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and John is mine. <laughs> um, and so talking about, you know, um, Marianne, you managing Andrew, how did you manage like giving feedback, especially negative feedback? To Andrew or to anybody? To Andrew? To, to oh, Andrew yeah. I tell him how I feel. I love you. You're wonderful. But I don't like blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's a soft it's a soft landing. It's like I yeah. love you, you're wonderful. And then you screwed up with this owner. We didn't get this owner. Actually, we actually, years ago, we set some rules on this. You know, we decided that when we were giving negative feedback, we would do it in a very patient, structured way and without blaming. And, and that has worked. I mean, we practiced that for, for a bit and then we've always done it. We now do it with our employees as well. And it's actually not just the skill of work. It's actually a marriage skill because it allows you to talk to each other about things you don't agree about. Yeah. Or, you know, most men have to learn to listen before they, and they shouldn't try to fix your problems. They just need to listen. So, you know, Marianne's got you a degree in psychology. <laughs> she has a degree in psychology, so she understands how people think, and so that's very helpful because I come from the left brain side of things, and she's the people side. So she has to educate me on people, and I have to educate her on things. 
I'm sure that really helps with your employees too. Like you said, it being able to communicate feedback to anyone, looking at it objectively and trying to understand it from both sides and explain the situation and really understand the problem. Like, do, do you feel like your team benefits from that? I would hope so. Yeah. I think one of the most important things is to explain to someone, when you do this, I feel this. So you're not blaming them. Mm, yep. Rather than you always do this. And that's really good to hear that that works so well for you guys. Me personally, I, I try to do that all the time whenever I'm in a situation where the other person messed up or did something I didn't want them to do. Understanding it might not necessarily be that they did the wrong thing. It's just that you two might do things differently. So Absolutely. coming together and finding the middle ground is really important. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So now one of the challenges, one of the things that I was concerned about most of all when we first went to business together wasn't us working, you know, our relationship. It was financial, you know, because we came from a background where, you know, I'm in one industry, she's in another, and now we're putting it together and all our eggs are in one basket. So if there was a downturn, in our industry, we'd both be affected financially. And there was one, you know, 2007 through 2009, there was a downturn and, you know, it was difficult, but, you know, we had a nest egg and got through it, but that, that was a concern. Fortunately, we had just built a house. Um, I had bought a house many years ago. We bulldozed it. We built this beautiful house thinking we would move in. And then my gut feeling was like, no, let's just sell it. We sold it and made a really nice nest egg. And sold a couple of loans, right? Yeah, and that gave, you know, gave us money for the, through the hard times. So I think we're saying, if you're going to go into business together, make sure you have a nest egg because... You don't have the diversity of income that you right. had before. Yeah. Make sure you have a nest egg. You don't know what's going to happen. That's really good advice because I'm sure that's something that may cross people's mind, but they might not realize it's very likely to happen. So I think that's really important, especially with the industry that we're in. Yeah, and there are things out of our control as well. You know, I'll stay on that subject. I remember, and Marianne hates this, hates this subject, but, but in 2017, Hurricane Irma was... was Plant was meant to hit Tampa as a category five hurricane. The eye passing over downtown, actually right over the top of our office. At what, 12 hours before, that's where they showed the eyes. So, I mean, that would have been a devastating hurricane. And most of the properties we managed would have probably been severely damaged and not able to be rented. So would we have even had a business have that happen? You know, the act of God. And I've talked to a lot of other property managers in Tampa and they shared that same, they, they were thinking the same thing 12 hours before that hurricane was meant to hit. It was nerve wracking. They, they were thinking they were going to be out of business. So have a nest egg. You've got to have an nest egg if you're, you know, if you're working together because you may lose both your incomes. But if that would have hit, then I would have thought of another way to make those owners whole. I'd help them with insurance. So, I'm yep. just not a doom and gloom person. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. So when you mentioned nest egg, it seems like it's such a big thing 
um, that people may not even think about when they're um, considering working together. So without talking specific numbers, right? Like how would someone even think of, you know, how big should my nest egg be for it to be, um, to make a difference if something were to happen, you know, to my company? Wow, that's a really good question. I, I mean, I, I know- You need to look at how much money you spend a year. Oh. And you need several years worth. But when we went into this together, we actually set aside a, a year's worth of income for us when we went in together. And, but when we had the downturn in 2007, 2009, we weren't just keeping ourselves afloat, our intention was to keep the company afloat and keep our staff in place, and that was a lot of money. I mean, we still, I mean, we had owners that were just walking away from you know, We had the owners just walking away from their real estate for three years. So until it stabilized in 2010, it was it was. But that wasn't was a bad thing for business because then I sold them as a short sale. So yeah, there's always a silver lining. There is. So yeah. Um, but I, mean, I guess you wouldn't have to necessarily keep the business going. I mean, the baseline would be have enough. So if something happens in your industry, your family, can, your family can get through it. So, yeah. yeah. I would say two to three years. And I guess that exercise forces you to look at what you're spending on today. And you see a lot of Easter eggs as do, I think I overspend on this unnecessary thing and then you oh, start yeah. becoming more responsible did that happen to you guys when there was a downturn um oh yeah i cut way back <laughs> i cut way back my kids were only i don't know two three years old so their christmas presents were like <laughs> <laughs> they played in the boxes that year i mean we still had christmas but a lot of it was hand-me-downs from their cousins so, you know, when times get tough, I know how to not spend money. I wanted to pay my staff, and paying my staff was more important than a big Christmas for a two-year-old. What, what would you say to, and obviously the nest egg is very good advice, so I'm sure that's one thing, but for people who are currently married to a property manager or they're just together long-term, what... What would you say to two people who one of them is a property manager right now, the other person might work in the tech industry, and they're thinking about leaving their tech job to help their, their husband or wife with the property management company? What, what, would you, what options would you give them to weigh? Do you get along now? If your marriage is on the rocks already, don't do it. It's just going to get worse. Do you like working long hours? You can be together and have fun, even at work. But property management is long hours. It's a lot of hours. So you gotta make sure you're up for that. Yeah. Um, are you ready to hire more people? It's very important to have a team work for you because you can't work all the time. And bottom line, you got to get, you know, you have to get along already. If you're not getting along already, it's not going to make things better. Yeah, it's an important decision because there's a lot at stake if a husband and wife work together. More than just the business is at stake. So I would say if there's any way that 
before you take the plunge that you could put your foot in the water, you know, like we did where I was looking for another job and helping her out. Uh, so that was like a foot in the water for about three or four months before we decided to take the plunge on that. Is there a way to do that? I would definitely not take the plunge without trying it out first. And also think about insurance. Oh, that was a big thing when we first got into it, is I had all those wonderful corporate benefits. Oh, yeah, corporate's great. So we knew if we decided to work together, we had to do it right. We had to have a, a good company, a profitable company, where we could have great benefits in our company, too. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Now we have a big enough team that we have good insurance, but you, you need to think about that. Also think about retirement. Um, if you're both going to be in real estate, what are you going to do for a 401k? Um, you know, there are options when you have a team that you can have a 401k. I've been buying property since I was out, just out of college. So that's my retirement. But you have to think long term. You've got to be diversified in that too. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. Your point is just to make sure... Before you make the dive, think of all think of all the possibilities. Think of all the things that could go wrong. Think of all of the things that could go right. So, what are some of the major benefits that you guys feel you get from working together? Obviously, it's the fact that you understand each other. You you get to have a little bit of flexibility in terms of the schedule. Not working for uh, working for yourself or working for your wife. What are some of the other major benefits that, that you think have really made your life better working together? All the things you mentioned, um, spending time together, having a deeper relationship, enjoying time together. Um, what about your property owners? Do, do you feel like they have more trust in, in you as a company because it is a family business and they feel more comfortable putting their biggest asset in your hands or do you think it doesn't really have an impact? I have people telling me all the time, I want somebody that is local and it's not a huge conglomerate. I have people tell me that all the time. Yeah, I think people, when they look at family business, think, you know, there's, some, there, there's someone that cares about the quality of service they deliver. They care about their reputation in the community. So you, you do typically, I mean, we do that when we select vendors to maintain our properties. We, we'd much rather have a mom and pop business than we would a, a large company where we're just the number. So, so I think that, yeah, I think that helps. Um, it also helps if, if, if either of us is getting a call from an owner or a tenant on the weekend and we don't have all the answers. We always have the other one around. So usually between the two of us, we can resolve it. Yeah, so. true. I have another interesting thought. So I could be totally wrong. Now tell me, um, I've seen a bunch of content marketing where Andrew is kind of the face of the company there, but I haven't seen very many videos of you, Marianne. Was that like a strategic decision that you wanted to? That's because I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. He's got me in the back room, big as a closet, working away. You dropped her so you could be the face. It's just so funny though, because a lot of people recognize Andrew from the videos and they'll, they'll call him Andrew Hoffman, yeah. even, yes. even, though, even though you're Marianne Hoffman, he's Andrew Dugal. Um, and you really are, you, you, 
do you still own the company fully or is Andrew, you're married, so you can explain to me how it works since I'm a a childish fool. Uh, (laughs) But Uh, he probably assigned all of the rights to himself at this point. Yeah. (laughs) You have no idea. But I'm okay. I really, you know, I really enjoy my job. I really like talking to the owners. They all have my cell phone. I make friends with them. I really enjoy my job. And he really enjoys going out to Vegas and, you know, our bone things. Let's let's clarify that. Broker owner, yes. It just happens to be in Vegas. Um, So he really enjoys So he tells you. (laughs) Yes, that's what he tells me. And I think that's good for him because I was worried when he went from corporate being this big wig down to, you know, property management. I was worried about his ego. And I think it's healthy for him to go out and be important among all of these people. I I really don't care. You know, I just want to work. I'm a workhorse. Yeah, I, I think it's more about the accent. I think <laughs> I think on the, the blogs, it's like, if you have a British accent, you can say anything and it sounds educated. <laughs> so I think that helps. That's true. I definitely, I definitely understand that. I always feel like I learned something from you, That's Andrew. That's true. Yes. You're, you're tricking us. Nobody wants to listen to our American accent. <laughs> oh, but, it, but you're actually giving good information, Andrew. So it's not just the accent. Yes, thank oh, you for good. Yeah. good. So we are going to be moving into a bigger building, and then we're going to take our studio to the new building, and we'll have it all set up so you'll see my face more. And I'm hoping that everybody that works here will, will do more videos and get everybody involved. We just need more space, which will be at the end of the summer. But I think it also goes back to everything you were saying earlier too about capitalizing on your strengths. You love working and talking to people. Um, Andrew loves the tech stuff, obviously, and he's really good at it too. So I think it's working. And, a British, has, a and, ha- and has a British accent. So you have all <laughs> yeah. of the right things working for you. Um, I think that's really... I think all of it's really, really good advice, and I think it will help a lot of people, whether they currently work with their husband or wife or whether they currently are thinking about trying to make that switch. There are a lot of things to consider. So ultimately, one, will you work well together? Are you already having problems? Mm-hmm. Um, the nest egg, map out the nest egg. And I really liked that you guys said, don't just think about what you can live off of, but think about what you need to keep the company afloat. Cause that's something I didn't even think of. And maybe it's not because I'm a business owner, but maybe it's also something that doesn't occur to people. Um, and then the insurance, I thought that was really great too. So there's all of these things, there's, there's pros and cons and there's you essentially have to make a plan. It's not a small jump. You need to think it out um, and make sure that it's really the right decision for you. In your guys' case, it was, which is fantastic. Um, Yeah, really appreciated hearing the story. This is really great. Good, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, um, probably another, just the final piece of advice I can think about is, is have respect for each other. If you work together, have respect for each other. 
and make sure you know you never bring you never bring home problems to work that'd be kind of uncomfortable for the staff so and always be professional at work yeah That's don't criticize it. each other in front of the staff in front of other people it's pretty basic yeah i would hope people know that yeah good thank you all right. Well, it was always, you know, as usual, wonderful to speak with you. Um, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions about working together as husband and wife in property management, you know, you can always reach out to the wonderful people at Hoffman Realty and Property Management. And stay tuned for our next episode. Have a great day. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Bye, Mary Ann. Bye, Andrew. Thank you. Bye. Bye.